I think biggest box office weekend of the year. This is an event, like it seems like a lot of people were going to see both movies. Barbenheimer, we're gonna talk about which movie we thought was better between the two. We're gonna say which one you we think you should see first, which one we think you should see if you can only see one. We're gonna talk about our box office predictions for both movies relating it to our box office challenge. And we're gonna talk about the phenomenon of these two mo huge blockbuster movies coming out on the same day. Welcome to Backseat Directing, where we talk about movies, TV shows, comics, and more. We're your hosts, Andrew and Aaron, and we put out new episodes every Monday and Thursday. And on this episode, we're comparing Oppenheimer and Barbie. Three, two, one, action. All right, Aaron. So today we are addressing the box office juggernauts that come out this weekend. I think biggest box office weekend of the year. It's Oppenheimer and Barbie. It's Barbenheimer. It's culturally huge. We went to the movies today. We saw both movies pretty much back to back. We just had like an hour or so in between. And we saw tons of people out dressed up, all wearing mm -hmm. pink, people wearing Barbenheimer t-shirts, people wearing Barbie those, shirts. Those shirts were so cool. Yeah, I wish I had one. Sorry. But I have my Ryan my Ryan Gosling outfit on when we went, which was nice. Yeah. The Greta Gerwig shirt. It was an experience today. You know, and this is what we're always talking about, like what going to the movie theaters is all about and how like we can't let theaters die. Yeah, I feel like this phenomenon is bringing... I mean, not to say like preemptively that this is bringing theaters back to life, but this phenomenon is bringing some like a spark of that back. Like the the lines people used to wait out when I saw X-Men Days of Future Past the first mm -hmm. time, midnight showing, like this is bringing back the spark of that love, like that theater experience. So yeah. many people are coming out in droves. It's like recapturing the magic of what it was like when we were like in high school yeah. watching movies. This is the competitive nature. And so for today's episode, we're going to touch on a couple topics. We're going to talk about which movie we thought was better between the two because we saw both today. We're going to say which one you we think you should see first, which one we think you should see if you can only see one, only have time or only want to watch one movie this movie going period this week. Um, we're going to talk about our box office predictions for both movies relating it to our box office challenge. And we're going to talk about the phenomenon of these two mo huge blockbuster movies coming out in the same day, which is very rare. Yeah, I'm so excited. I've been looking forward to this weekend for weeks now, you know, especially once we solidified like our times and got our tickets and stuff. I was like, let's go. This was my first time doing two things. First time seeing an IMAX movie and first time watching a movie back to back in theaters in one day. So a lot of firsts for this weekend. And it was a lot of yeah. a lot of fun. I mean, we spent a cumulative five hours more than because we watched trailers. So right. we spent probably five and a half to six hours in theaters just today. Yeah, it's like, you know, a short work day, you know, we're at this time in the theater. <laughs> right. We're putting in that the time. Putting the hours in. That's right. But let's uh, let's delve into our first big category. I think it's the biggest category people are going to be interested in, in the Barbie versus Oppenheimer debate, the mm -hmm. Barbie versus Oppenheimer battle. Yeah. Which movie comes out on top? Which movie was better made, better filmed, better written, you know? Ugh, this question is so hard because of the fact that the movies are so opposite of each other it's really hard to directly compare them because i think they were both well made 
for the types of movies that they are, for the genres that they're in, for the stories that they're telling. They're both really good for different reasons. Um, I think overall I enjoyed Oppenheimer a little bit more. Um, and, and we're doing a full episode for both of these, breaking down everything. So you can watch those when they come out and we'll go into details of why we liked one yeah. more than the other or what we liked about it. Cause it's really hard for me to compare. Yeah. While Aaron's self-promoting and talking about our episodes, I will briefly say that we do have t-shirts. You can see them on both of us, Backseat Directing shirts. They can be purchased online at Etsy store under the name Backseat Directing. Um, those are available per for purchase now. We also are working on orchestrating an episode where we are going to play a one-shot campaign of a D&D game in a modern modern superhero Marvel DC setting. Um, we are going to be filming this tomorrow with a group of our friends. Yeah, so excited. This is coming out Monday, so we'll be filming it literally two days before this episode comes out. So I'm very excited for this. We've been planning this for a long time now. Um, probably what, two months or so it's yeah. been on our calendar, you know, so we've been doing research and figuring out how we're going to be doing the production and stuff. Like it's going to be a really cool episode. It's all in celebration of backseat directing, reaching 100 episodes. So we did do a, a special, uh, hot takes episode for our hundredth episode, but this is kind of like a, a higher production, uh, game that we're playing that maybe we want to branch out more into, uh, if this goes well. So yeah, definitely check that out. We don't have a release date for that episode just yet, um, but we'll, we'll keep you updated as we go along. Yeah, super exciting, all that stuff. But let's get back to talking about this phenomenon. While you were talking, I did do a little bit of research because I was interested in the topic that we're discussing. It's so incredible, right, guys? So, so cool that these two movies came out on the same day. It's a cultural phenomenon, right? How many times has this happened before was something that just like danced across my mind. So mm. in the past, a couple notable movies that have released on the same day, The Matrix and 10 Things I Hate About You came out on the same day, as well as Ghostbusters and The Gremlins, super iconic 80s movies, I believe. Yeah. Elf and Love Actually both came out on the same day. Jumanji and Heat both came out on the same day. And Toy Story and Casino, which are, like we're talking about today, super thematically different movies, yeah. but also huge, huge movies. I mean, um, all of these things are crazy in their own. That This has happened so many times throughout movie history is really interesting. Yeah. It, and again, it's, it's really cool that they're appealing to different types of audiences. But with that, it's bringing even more people together to watch these movies. Yeah, I mean, you know, we saw... It, it's like, it's an event. Like, it seemed like a lot of people were going to see both movies. We saw people that were together, one wearing Barbie stuff, one wearing Oppenheimer stuff. Like, they were clearly going to watch both of these movies yeah. like we did. We saw a couple that was both wearing Barbie clothing and were like, well, they're here to see Barbie, but they walked out of Oppenheimer with us. So yeah. they were dressed for their next movie. Right. <laughs> yeah. Was, yeah. What, what would you say? Um, was a better movie. Yeah. I think overall, um, what my, my ratings are going to end up showing. If you watch those future episodes, I think that Barbie is the better movie. All right, there we go. So we are at a split decision. So that probably doesn't help you too much. Um, wh what's our next topic there? Uh, what should you see first? What should you yeah. see first? Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's go into that. So, um, we saw Oppenheimer first and then Barbie. And I think that is the correct order because Oppenheimer is, it deals with a lot of tough subjects. You know, they're, they're heavy, heavy subjects. The end of the movie closes talking about the death of like 20,000 people. So yeah, even more than that, I think it was like 200,000 or something. 
Um, but yeah, it's it's a heavy subject, um, and it's the longer movie of the two. So I liked that we were able to go from this longer movie that's talking about a heavy topic, and then we got to go into a shorter movie that's an hour shorter, and it's just fun and bubbly and high energy the whole time. It was able to keep me engaged. I think if we watched it the other way around, being all energetic and bubbly and excited, and then going into something that's a little bit more serious or a lot of bit more serious and uh, a longer story, uh, I might have lost steam towards yeah. the end of Oppenheimer. How, how would you recommend seeing I, it? I totally agree. I think the way that we went about it was pretty perfect because for most of the same reasons, I mean, Oppenheimer is tonally very serious and historical and dramatic. Um, and Barbie has very serious themes, but their approach to presenting them to the audience is a lot more, uh, you know, flamboyant and fun mm -hmm. and, and entertaining. And there's, and you, you laugh during Barbie. There's yeah, moments that sure. you can laugh during Oppenheimer because there's always like these kind of cheeky little bits of humor in Nolan movies, but it's not the same kind of laughter. It's like yeah. a chuckle at an opportunistic joke, <laughs> whereas Barbie is has some belly laughs from, from yeah, me personally. Definitely. So I would definitely... <clears throat> Oof. Excuse me. Oof. That tickle. All right. I would definitely watch Oppenheimer first. And Oppenheimer, you know, it's not only emotional, but it's a lot to get through. It's three hours. So expend your focus there. Um, and, and still, you still definitely want to focus on Barbie, maybe grab a bite to eat and go over to Barbie. Yeah. But I definitely think that order it's, is preferable. It's more digestible, right? Yeah. Especially after being tired from watching a three hour movie beforehand. And I would also recommend taking that like hour break or so in between we grab some lunch and that was enough time to like reset. Chipotle, please sponsor us. <laughs> I'm begging. I'm on my knees. <laughs> Chipotle. For sure. Um, all right. Our next, our next rung in our itinerary. Which should you see if you can only see one? So this brings Oof. us to our debate based on we each say one is better. I assume you're going to recommend you see the one you like more. I don't know. Uh, you know let's say it at, at three. Ready? One, one two, two, three. three. Barbie. Oppenheimer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so so defend why you think they should only watch Oppenheimer if they only have one movie, if you only have time, money, or whatever. Yeah. So I think Oppenheimer has a... It's hard to say better, but it's you you can experience the movie at a the way that it was intended to better with Oppenheimer in the theaters than you could at if you were watching it at home. But I think watching Barbie at home, I could have just as much fun as I did in the theater. You know, like for Oppenheimer, seeing it on a big screen, seeing it where I'm stuck in this room for three hours, no distractions, everyone there is focused on the movie. And then also just the speakers, you know, being able to hear all the deep rumbles of the explosions and, and um, the the intense score that they have behind the, the dialogue and stuff like, I feel like you'd be missing part of the movie if you saw it outside of the theater for the first time. Um, and then for Barbie, I feel like if me, you, a couple of our other friends got together and we just watched it at one of our houses, we would have just as much fun as we did in the theater watching it. See, I personally disagree there. Now, I think that 
my argument for why you should watch Barbie first. I'm going to start with the fact that thematically, I think they're both very important. So I'm, I'll throw that out of the rung. So on one side, you've got the historical significance of Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. There's an understanding there about the dangers of, of fighting violence, weapons, and war. And then Barbie has important themes about equality and feminism. Yeah, definitely. So I think they're both very important thematically. I think they equal out there. So you can watch both those movies with uh, with points in that category. But the reason I would want to watch Barbie in theaters is like we kind of touched on talking about this previously, is that not in this episode, but we talked about it already, how everybody's dressed up in pink. Everybody's coming to see Barbie. It's a It's a cultural experience, cultural movement. We're all like excited for this movie as a group. So when you're all sitting in the theater, all wearing pink, enjoying, laughing it together, I think that's a big part of what the theater experience is about. I will say, if you're going to see Oppenheimer, definitely I'd recommend to see it in IMAX or uh, Dolby. I think that I personally, and I don't know how much I'll get torn up for this, but I, I don't feel that big a difference for me personally between the screen. It doesn't, um, I, I enjoy both the viewing experiments, experiences, uh, IMAX, Dolby or otherwise. But as far as the sound goes for this movie in particular, I think it's vital to, to have that sound experience in one of those theaters. Cause you were saying you could hear the explosions of Oppenheimer when we were in the neighboring theater in Barbie. So yeah. it shakes the theater, it vibrates through you. And I thought it was you really yeah. felt the explosions in your chest. Yeah. Like yeah. you could feel the shake almost to the point where it's like, okay, let's take a break. <laughs> oh, and not just the explosions, but the marching. Yeah. The, the, it was the yeah. marching basically sounded like train chugging along. Like mm-hmm. That was a theme throughout the movie, and that was like, uh, I felt like anxiety as that was building up. So I thought the sound was a big quality of that. But I would still recommend going to see Barbie if you can only see one, just because Barbie, I think, is a marriage of so many different beautiful things. I mean, it's got good themes, beautiful storytelling. It's funny. It's exciting. It's emotional. So that's why I take the Barbie side. All right, so the audience is split here as well in terms of our opinions but they have our reason but they have our insight to why you should see one or the other so maybe that'll help you guys listening like go over the edge and and figure out which one you should actually see if you can only go to one and take yourself into account right like if you're if you like dramatic movies if you like christopher nolan if you like maybe if you're okay with things being a little bit confusing because oppenheimer does switch back and forth different perspectives and different time periods a lot without hand-holding you and telling you that so if you like things that are a little bit more confusing like that, or if you like things that are, uh, you know, have black and white in it and take these creative approaches, film with IMAX cameras. If you like all of that, like the practical effect factor in that movie, if you like all that. The technicality that goes into making a film. If you like that, watch Oppenheimer. And if you like insane creativity, insane set design, props, meta humor, you know, uh, really good, like writing. I mean, really good writing in both films. I think both have really good dialogue, which I think is hard to accomplish in Barbie because they're in, in attaching all this humor and meta stuff. And it's hard to attach an Oppenheimer because it could be dry historical stuff. Yeah. So and I, it's long. Yeah. But know, know that about yourself and pick based on that too. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what's our next point on our itinerary here? So We're moving we have, along. We have box office predictions. Oh, okay. Um, so for before we watched the movies, we gave our predictions and stuff. And I think for Oppenheimer, what did I say? I think somewhere around 400, I thought. 400 million. Yeah, you said 400,000 at one point. I, did. <laughs> I know. I always get the thousands and millions mixed up. Just if I say thousand, I nine out of 10 times mean a million. <laughs> and then for Barbie, I think I had it at what? The around 500 to 600, I could see at like the higher end. And then what did you have both at? I think I had a... Um, Oppenheimer around 500 and I had Barbie at 
six to seven hundred. You said seven hundred or seven to eight hundred. My latest yeah. prediction was seven hundred when we talked about Barbie most recently mm -hmm. um, after seeing the movie. So I think that I'm sticking with those predictions for now. I think five five hundred million range, six hundred million range for Oppenheimer, and I think around somewhere around seven hundred million is where Barbie's going to fall. I I hope it'll go for more. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I think not after opening weekend, but after that second weekend, we'll really have a good understanding of like where these movies are going to kind of fall. You know, like is uh, Barbie this sensation that you're talking about, or did all the people that are excited for Barbie already dress up and go see it? And then same thing for Oppenheimer. You know, like how is the word of mouth helping? How is the story? Are people going more than once? Or are, there's a lot of factors that go into it. And I think we'll be able to see more once that second week comes around, you know? Yeah, I think that it's all going to depend, like you said, on word of mouth. People leaving the theaters this weekend, what they say to their friends is going to determine how these movies go because people are very choosy with what they bring in the box office. There's uh, They're expecting over $100 million opening for Barbie this weekend. So, Yeah, <clears throat> that would be a very solid opening because that is the budget for the yeah. movie they're only expecting 70 oh, 100 million is the budget yeah they're only they're expecting 75 million plus for oppenheimer so both of these movies had the estimated budget of 100 million dollars i think that's crazy both of them the fact that mission impossible and i know they were plagued by issues with covid but they spent what like 200 and it was a lot. I have 290 it. million, I think. Yeah, I have it right here. Give me one yeah. second. And it just, just shows up. like you can still make a phenomenal movie nowadays. 290. With... Yeah. Yeah. So I was right. So you, you can still make a phenomenal movie nowadays with a hundred million dollar budget. I mean, there's plenty of phenomenal movies that come out with a 50 million dollar budget. Yeah, for sure. Um, he, Christopher Nolan has done budgets, you know, in the uh, 17s. You know, or 13s or whatever it was for Memento. Memento. Yeah. And, and such a great movie. Like, it's like a top 20 movie for sure, I think. Yeah. It's all about, like, your creativity and how you execute on that uh, determines how how efficient you are at using your budget, you know? Yeah. And then, of course, outside factors, like you mentioned, like COVID and all that other stuff, like, that definitely derailed some productions of different movies over that time period. Um, but... With those predictions in, that brings us to our final category of just, which we've already touched on, but talking about these two movies coming out at the same time mm. and how you think that's going to affect the two movies. Yeah, I think, so first it's really interesting that Warner Brothers, <laughs> Warner, Brothers. <laughs> Warner Brothers is the studio that is putting out Barbie. And that is also the studio that Christopher Nolan used to work with. Um, and then all that drama with Tenet and them releasing it to streaming and all this stuff, he ended up switching to where's Universal. It? Universal. Um, but they're they're coming out at the same time, almost like battling each other, you know. And they they weren't switching. I remember in our box office draft episode that we did at the very beginning of the year, we were like, "Are they going to switch that? Like now that they know both of them, it's like it seems like no. Like they're going head to head." That's the thing is that. I mean, they blocked out and planned for those dates like well before they released them to the public. Like yeah. uh, Christopher Nolan blocked out like all the IMAX theaters basically in the U.S. Yeah. So that he could have Oppenheimer showing in every IMAX theater right. that weekend when it came out. So he's not in a good position to change that. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
But I think it actually ends up helping both movies that they're coming out at the same time because it's becoming this event. You know, it's, yeah. uh, what is it, Barbieheimer? Barbenheimer. I don't yeah, think like, either filmmaker is scared of yeah. the other movie. I don't. Right. I think that they believe in success for all movies. I don't think that, and I also don't think either of them think in terms of like money is the only thing that determines the success of my project. I think yeah. there's a lot of other factors. For sure. But I think them coming out at the same time, like a lot of people are going to see both of them because they're coming out at the same time. Like if they were a week apart, like how I think there would be a heavy fall off of yeah. the amount of people that went and saw both yeah. of them. It's not, it's not mission Barbenheimer, you know, like mission right. Impossible's not in the crack right. of Barbenheimer. And that literally just came out a week ago, a week ago. Uh, exactly. And I think that Barbie is actually helping Hoppenheimer. Um, I know Christopher Nolan is like an amazing director and a lot of people respect his, his filmography, but I think Barbie is a well-known title, a well-known name. And the draw of Barbie is bringing more attention to Oppenheimer, like taking consideration like my family. They're not into like filmmaking and all this, um, I've, let's say like complicated or in-depth storytelling where there's a lot of twists and turns and time jumps and all that stuff. Like that's not something that they look for in a movie necessarily, but because Barbie's coming out, they know what Oppenheimer is. And I don't think they would have had any idea what Oppenheimer was if Barbie wasn't also coming out on the same day. Yeah, I mean, Oppenheimer has a strong trailer. It's a good trailer, but I don't think that this movie would have as much traction either. I have to agree with you because I I think that Chris Nolan come award season is going to be just getting patted on the back all day long. Yeah, for sure. For Oppenheimer, likely Oppenheimer and Barbie both. But I think when the Oscars roll around in 2024, that Oppenheimer is going to get a lot of looks. Mm -hmm. um, so this it's it's a different kind of movie, you know. Like Dunkirk got a lot of Oscar attention, but these are like historical movies that he's making are different than Inception. Like Inception has a lot of appeal to the everyman, to the casual moviegoer. Inception's more of much. like a like a blockbuster, yeah. You know. Um, more digestible for the a broader audience, yeah. I would say. These are only blockbusters in the sense of a wide release, a lot of theaters having these movies, them being big studio movies with Universal and Warner Brothers. They're not blockbusters in the sense of like an entertainment juggernaut like Transformers. You know? Right. It's, they're totally different avenues. Exactly. Um, what's our next our next thing? That's the last category we That's have on it? here, my friend. Oh, my gosh. We can, finally, we can finally get a short one in the book. Wow, it's because we made this itinerary. <laughs> we're on the on the roll there, um, but also because we're filming our other two episodes. Yeah. So again, yeah. keep an eye out for those. They'll be coming out this next week. So you can see our, our in-depth opinions and breakdowns of each movie, Barbie and Oppenheimer. Um, thank you so much for watching. We post full episodes on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everywhere else you get your podcasts. We post daily on social media every single platform or even on threads now as well uh so you can check us out there again we have shirts and i've been putting the link in the bio or not in the bio but in well it is in our like bio but it's also the in the description, description of each video uh that are coming out so you can check out our inventory there and then um our DD campaign that we're filming this weekend keep an eye out for that we don't have a release date but it's coming soon and we're very excited for that Thanks so much for the support, and that's, that's a wrap. wrap. Oh, oh, oh.